Blog Talk Radio. Mm-hmm. 
gets pitched on the arc and so forth. So I wanted to start from the tip top. I'll be recording on my uh, radio, online radio simulcast in um, this uh, segment as we move forward. And basically I read the scriptures and then try to expound on the scripture. Uh, if there are questions, um, if you wouldn't mind just writing to me in your comments and that way I can just, you know, just keep it the pure, unadulterated word of God and, and not, you know, um, go too off the beaten path. Uh, but I definitely will answer every question that is written and that way I can stay on track. Amen. And um, I want to thank, um, I think it was uh, Colin who sent forth uh, yesterday's broadcast. Um, he uh, was um, inspired, so he reposted it um, to his uh, people. So I, I thank you for that. I'm very excited about being a part of, um, you know, virtual reality, of bringing the Word of God to the World Wide Web. been doing it since 2000. And um, in every format, I am being a student in the of ministry for Fruit tree yielding fruit 
after its kind, whose seed is in itself upon the earth, and it was so. And the earth brought forth grass and herb yielding seed after his kind, and the trees yielding fruit, whose seed was in itself after his kind. And God saw that it was good. And the evening and the morning were the third day. And God said, let there be light in the firmament of the heavens to divide the day from the night. And let them be for signs and for seasons and for days and years. And let them be for light in the firmament and of the heavens to give light upon the earth. And it was so. And God made two great lights, the greater light to rule the day and the lesser light to rule the night. He made the stars also, and God set them in the firmament of the heavens to give light upon the earth, to rule over the day and over the night, and to divide the light from the darkness. And God saw that it was good. And the evening and the morning were the fourth day. And God said, let the waters bring forth abundantly the moving creatures that has life and fowls, uh, that may fly above the earth in the open firmament of heaven. And God created great whales and every living creatures that move, which the waters brought forth abundantly after their kind, and every winged fowl after his kind. And God saw that it was good. And God blessed them, saying, Be fruitful and multiply, and fill the waters in the sea, and let the fowl multiply in the earth and the evening and the morning were the fifth day and God said let the earth bring forth the living creatures after his kind Amen. and um, uh, let's see uh, after his kind and uh, we hold on hold on my, my microphone hold on okay and God said, let the earth bring forth living creatures after his kind, cattle and things and beasts of the earth after his kind. And it was so. And God made the beasts of the earth after his kind and cattle after their kind and everything that creep upon the earth after his kind. And God saw that it was good. And God said, let us make man in our image after our likeness. And let them have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over the cattle and over all the earth and over every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth. So God created man in his own image. In the image of God created he him. Male and female created he them. And God blessed them. And God said unto them, Be fruitful and multiply and replenish the earth and subdue it and have dominion over the fish of the sea and over the fowl of the air and over every living thing that move upon the earth. And God said, Behold, I have given you every herb bearing seed which is upon the face of all the earth and every tree in which is the fruit of the tree yielding seed. To you it shall be for meat. And to every beast of the earth, and to every fowl of the air, and to everything that creep upon the earth, wherein there is life. I have given every green herbs for meat, and it was so. And God saw everything that he had made, and behold, it was very good. And returning 
here for the next, uh, the evening and the morning or the sixth day. Amen. All right. All right. So um, we're moving right along into Genesis chapter 2. In Genesis chapter 2 begins with, Thus the heaven and the earth was finished, and all the host of them day God ended his work, which he had made, and he rested on the seventh day from all his work, which he had made. And God blessed the seventh day and sanctified it, because that in, in it he had rested from all his work, which God created and made. These are the generations of the heavens and of the earth when they were created. And in the day that God, that the Lord God made the earth and the heavens and every plant of the field before it was in the earth and every herb of the field before it uh, grew, for the Lord God had not caused it to rain upon the earth, and there was not a man to till the ground, but there went up a mist from the earth and watered the whole face of the ground. And the Lord God formed man of the dust of the ground and breathed into the nostrils the breath of life, and man became a living soul. And the Lord God planted a garden eastward in Eden, and there he put the man whom he had formed. And out of the ground made the Lord God to grow every tree that is pleasant to the sight and good for food. The tree of life also in the midst of the garden and the tree of knowledge of good and evil. And a river went out of Eden to water the garden and from thence it was parted and became into four heads. The name of the first is Python. That is it which compassed the whole land of Havana uh, where there is gold and that's we know as Africa. Verse 12 says, and the gold of that land is good. There is delium and the oxen stone. The name of the second river is Gihon. The same is it that compassed the whole land of Ethiopia. And the name of the third river is Iddekel. That is it which goes towards the east of Assyria. And the fourth river is Euphrates. And the Lord God took the man and he put him into the garden of Eden to dress it and to keep it. And the Lord God commanded man, saying, Of every tree of the garden thou may freely eat, but of the tree of knowledge of good and evil thou shalt not eat of it. For in the day that thou eatest thereof, thou shalt surely die. And the Lord said, It is not good that a man should be alone. I will make him a help meet for him. And out of the ground the Lord God formed every beast of the field and every fowl of the air and brought them unto Adam to see what he would call them. And whatsoever Adam called every living creature, that was the name thereof. And Adam gave name to all cattle and to the fowl of the air and to every beast 
of the field. But for Adam, there was not found any help meet for him. And the Lord God caused a deep sleep to fall upon Adam, and he slept. And he took one of his ribs and closed up the flesh instead thereof. And the rib which the Lord God had taken from man made he a woman and brought her unto the man. And Adam said, This is now bone of my bones and flesh of my flesh. He shall be called she shall be called woman because she has taken out of man. Therefore shall a man leave his father and his mother and shall cleave unto his wife and they shall be one flesh. And they were brought both naked, the man and his wife, and were not ashamed. Chapter 3. Amen. Thanks, James, for hanging in and Joseph. Really appreciate you so very much. Genesis chapter 3. Now the serpent was more subtle than any beast of the field which the Lord God had made. And he said unto the woman, Yea, has God said, Ye shall not eat of every tree of the garden. And the woman said unto the serpent, We may eat of the fruit of the tree of the garden, but the fruit of the tree which is in the midst of the garden God has said, ye shall not eat, neither shall you touch it, lest you die. And the serpent said unto the woman, ye shall not surely die. But God knows, he does know that in the day you eat thereof, then your eyes shall be opened, and you shall be as God, knowing good and evil. And when the woman saw that the tree was good for food, and that it was pleasant to the eyes, and the tree to be desired to make one wise, she took of the fruit thereof and did eat, and gave also unto her husband with her, and he did eat. And the eyes of them both were open, and they knew that they were naked, and they sewed fig leaves together and made themselves aprons. And they heard the voice of the Lord God walking in the garden in the cool of the day, and Adam and his wife hid themselves from the presence of the Lord God among the trees of the garden. And the Lord God called unto Adam and said unto him, Where art thou? And he said, I heard thy voice in the garden, and I was afraid because I was naked, and I hid myself. And he said, Who told thee that thou was naked? Hast thou eaten of the tree whereof I command thee that thou should not eat. And the man said, The woman who thou gave to me uh, to be with me, she gave me the tree, and I did eat. And the Lord said unto the woman, What is this that thou hast done? And the woman said, The serpent beguiled me, and I did eat. And the Lord God said unto the serpent, Because thou hast done this, thou art cursed above all cattle and above every beast of the field. Upon thy belly shalt thou go, and thus shalt thou eat all the days of thy life. And I will put enmity between thee and the woman, and between thy seed and her seed. It shall bruise thy head, and thou shalt bruise his heel. 
unto the woman, he said, I will greatly multiply thy sorrow and thy conception. In sorrow thou shalt bring forth children, and thy desire shall be to thy husband, and he shall rule over thee. And unto Adam, he said, Because thou hast hearkened unto the voice of thy wife, and hast eaten of the tree of which I commanded thee, saying, Thou shalt not eat of it, Cursed is the ground for thy sake. In sorrow shalt thou eat of it all the days of thy life. Thorns also and thistle shall it bring forth to thee, and thou shalt eat the herbs of the field. And the sweat of thy face shalt thou eat bread till thou return unto the ground. For out of it was thou taken from dust thou art, and unto dust shalt thou return. And Adam called his wife's name Eve, because she was the mother of all living. Unto Adam also and to his wife did the Lord God make coats of skin and clothed them. And the Lord God said, Behold, a man is become as one of us to know good and evil. And now, lest he put forth his hand and take also of the tree of life and eat and live forever. Therefore, the Lord God sent him forth from the garden of Eden to till the ground from whence he was taken. So he drove out man and he placed at the east of the garden of Eden cherubims and a flaming sword which turned every way to keep the way of the tree of life. Amen. Praise God. And bless his holy name. Uh, I don't know why this keeps going in and out. Oh, my goodness. So as I was uh, reading... My um, systems keep unmuting and muting out. So apologies for those who have come in and couldn't hear me. But um, we'll move on. Tennessee chapter 4. And Adam knew Eve with his wife, and she conceived and bare Cain and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. And she again bared his brother Abel, and Abel was the keeper of sheep, but Cain was a tiller of the ground. Amen. Praise God. Bless his holy name. Amen. So here we have um, the beginning, um, and I began to start over because I wanted to record and make sure that the recording was clear from Genesis all the way to Revelation. So we'll do one chapter at a time for one hour um, and 30 minutes each day. Amen. Um, so Genesis chapter 4 reads as such, And Adam knew Eve, his wife, and she conceived and there came and said, I have gotten a man from the Lord. And she again bared his brother Abel, and Abel was the keeper of sheep, but Cain was a pillar of the ground. And in the process of time, it came to pass that Cain brought of the fruit of the garden, of the ground, 
and offered unto the Lord. And Abel, he also brought of the firstling of his flocks and of the fat thereof. And the Lord had respect unto Abel and to his offering, but unto Cain and to his offering he had not respect. And Cain was very wroth, and his countenance fell. And the Lord said unto Cain, Why art thou wroth? And why is thy countenance fallen? If thou dost well, shall thou not be accepted? And if thou dost not well, then lie at the door. And unto thee shall be his desire, and thou shalt rule over him. And Cain talked with Abel his brother. And it came to pass when they were in the field that Cain rose up against Abel his brother and slew him. And the Lord said unto Cain, Where is Abel thy brother? And he said, I know not. Am I my brother's keepers? And he said, What hast thou done? The voice of thy brother's blood certainly. Let me see. Okay. Okay. All right. Um, So uh, we're reading here. The um, I'm getting messages. <laughs> um, oh gosh, I lost it in the beginning. Okay, let's start all over. Anyway, I lost it again. Oh my goodness, today, today, today is something else. Here we are. Okay, let's. Uh, I just want to make sure. That I'm on. All mics are on. Unmute. Unmute. Okay, great. Hi, Chef Captain. Thank you for joining me tonight. As we start again at the beginning of the segment, I hope you can hear me. Um, hope you can hear me well. Uh, okay. All right. So we're at chapter. Uh, we're at chapter four. Um, of Genesis, and we read in in the beginning so that we can um, move on. And like I said, I am just um, stumbling a little bit because I'm trying to make sure all the audios are working on the radio side as well as on this. And um, we had a little bit of technical difficulty, so I'm making sure it's, it's on. So let's read again. So um, God is now speaking to Cain here in um uh, Genesis chapter 4, verse 9, And the Lord said unto Cain, Where is Abel thy brother? And he said, I know not. Am I my brother's keeper? And he said, What hast thou done? The voice of thy brother's blood cry unto me from the ground. And now art thou cursed from the earth, which has opened her mouth to receive thy brother's blood from thy hands, when thou tilt the ground, it shall not henceforth yield unto thee strength. A fugitive and a vagabond shall thou be in the earth. And Cain said unto the Lord, My punishment is greater than I can bear. Behold, thou hast driven me out this day from the face of the earth, and from thy face shall I be hid. 
and I shall be a fugitive and a vagabond in the earth, and it shall come to pass that every one that find me shall slay me. And the Lord said unto him, Therefore, whatsoever, whosoever slays Cain, vengeance shall be taken on him sevenfold. And the Lord set a mark upon Cain, lest any finding him should kill him. And Cain went out from the presence of the Lord and dwelt in the land of Nod and the east of Eden. And Cain knew his wife, and she conceived and bare Enoch, and he built a city, and he called the name of the city after the name of his son Enoch. And unto Enoch was born uh, Irad, and Irad be- begat Mehajel, and Mehajel begat Methuselah, and Methuselah begat Lamech, and Lamech took unto his him two wives, and named of the one was Ada, and the name of the other Zillah, and Ada bared Jabel, and he was the father of such that dwell in tents, and of such had have cattle. And his brother's name was Jubal, uh, the father of all such uh, handled the harps and organs. And Zillah, she was also bear to Balcane, an instructor of every artist um, in uh, brass and iron, and the sister of two Balcane was Neymar and Lemech said unto his wife, Ada and Zilla, hear my voice, my wives, of Lamech, hearken unto my speech, for I have slain a man to my wounding and a young man to my hurt. If Cain shall be avenged sevenfold, truly Lamech seventy and sevenfold. And Abraham and Adam knew his wife again, and she bare another son. And again, his name was named Seth, for God said, she has appointed me another seed instead of Abel, who Cain slew. And said to him also there was born sons, and he called his name Enoch. Then began man to call upon the name of the Lord. So here we have in Genesis 2, the first murder that was committed by Cain, who killed his brother Abel. Then we hear another murderer, which was Lamech, who killed someone um, also when he talked about it with his wife. Um, God was not speaking to man at this time, so at the end of chapter 4, you see in verse 26, that um, when Seth bore a son, Enoth, Enoth, um, it says, then man you know, through the man known as Enos, started to call on the name of the Lord. All right, so man started communicating back with God. Amen. All right, so the question that I had gotten uh, when uh, a couple of days ago was about you know, you know, how did the the world population began? Well, the world population began through 
Adam and Eve. It's very clearly shown in the biblical text, but also science has also proven that Adam was a black man uh, over 600,000, thousands and thousands of years, and a, a black female because the structure, of the bone structure, the skeletal structure was that of a black woman. Um, so they found the first original man and the first original woman. From Adam and Eve came the multiplication of man and uh, boys and girls. And from that, um, you know, you know, back in those days, um, uh, men uh, would marry their sisters and, you know, things like that. Um, and you see that there was pre- uh, prevalent. A man would have many, many children to take care of the, the farm or the land, okay? So um, don't get it twisted saying where did, um, you know, who did what and who did what. It, it was some the original man and the original woman that all these children were born, all right? So let's move on to chapter 5. This is the book of the generation of Adam. Um, in the day that God created man, in the likeness of God made he him. Male and female created he them, and he blessed them, and he called their name Adam in the day when they were created. And Adam lived 130 years, and he begot a son, and in his own likeness, after his image, and he called his name Set. And the day of Adam, after he had begotten Set, were 800 years, and he begot sons and daughters. Amen? Verse 5, And all the days of Adam lived were 930 years, and he died. And Seth lived 105 years, and he begot Enos. And Seth lived after he begot Enos 807 years, and he begot sons and daughters. And all the days of Seth were 912 years, and he died. And Enos lived 90 years, and he begot Canaan. And Enos lived after he begat Cain and 815 years and begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Enos were 905 years and he died. And Cain and lived 70 years and begat Mal-Al-A-L. And Cain and lived after he begat Mal-Al-A-L 840 years and begat sons and daughters. And all the day of Cain and were 910 years, and he died. And Mal-El-El lived 60 and 5 years and begat Jared. And Mal-El-El lived after he begat uh, Jared. And um, and Mal-El lived after he begat Jared 830 years and begat sons. Amen. And daughters, and all the days of Malhali were eight hundred and ninety and five years, and he died. And Jael lived a hundred and sixty and two years, and he begot Enoch. And Jael lived after he begot Enoch eight hundred years, and begot sons and daughters. 
and all the day of Jeruel were 962 years, and he died. And Enos lived 60 and 5 years, and he begat Methuselah. And Enos walked with God after he begat Methuselah 300 years, and he begat sons and daughters. And all the days of Enos were 365 years. And Enos walked with God. Amen? Enos walked with God, and he was not. Enos was, was uh, they can't find his body, okay? Let's, uh, you know, so when a man decides to walk with God, just take a, a different attitude and, and dedicate his time with God, God, God may just take him to himself, you, you know? Um, they don't have to go through the death and the dying. Um, and then, this one is translated up.
perfect in his generation, and Noah walked with God. See, that's the key to your success. If you get to understand God and start to walk with God, you know, just walk with me. And then just start to walk with God. And how do you walk with God? Well, you 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 infuse yourself into his word. Yes, the word of God is written by man, inspired by God. God inspired man to write the epistles that are written. You can write an epistle for this generation, and it, it will live beyond you, amen, if it's inspired by God, amen. When only what you do for God shall last. And if you start to become perfect in your own walk with God, and how do you as a man become perfect? Because some people will say, no man is perfect. Yes, you can be perfect because God can make you perfect. You can ask of God, make me perfect, Lord God, in this generation, and he will teach you, he will guide you, he will divine instruction, wisdom, knowledge, and understanding how to please him. And if you just ask him, Lord, I want your perfect will to be in my life so I can do what your perfect will is on this earth to be done, trust me, God is going to absorb you, absorb your word, because your word will be pleasing in his earlobes, in his ear gates. Amen. Be able to come up to him and sweet smelling savor into his nostril, and now he will cover you. Amen. So Noah, he walked with God. So Enoch walked with God, right? Um, then we, we talk about Enoch, right? He started speaking to God. Adam and Eve apparently stopped talking to God because they were ashamed because they disobeyed God. That was the only thing that they did wrong. They were disobedient by not listening to the voice of God when he commanded Adam, man, he he didn't tell Eve, but he told Adam not to eat of the fruit of the tree of good and evil, because in that day, they were going to die, die meaning spiritual death, spiritual, they wouldn't be able to commune with him, they wouldn't be able to talk to him, and you saw that they immediately ran away, they hid themselves because they say they were naked, they heard his voice, but they couldn't talk to him anymore. Right? It was not until many, many years later that Enos was born that he was able to, verse 26 in Genesis chapter 4, start to talk to God. You now can start to talk to God. And, and, and all that you've done in the past will just totally be erased. Trust me on that. All things will become new, you know, if you just start communicating with God. Communing with God makes you different than all the other people on this earth. Amen? And how you commune with God is by reading his word, by studying his word that was inspired by man to write down, write the vision, make it plain. If you we start reading God's word, and that's what I do. I read God's word and things be happening from my life. It's just absolutely amazing the life that I live. Very simple, very humble, but every time I turn around God keeps blessing me with so much wealth in so many areas of real estate or someone who want to buy my land or someone want to give into my hand gold or some type of substance uh, that they don't want to give me so that I can give a piece of my real estate or something. It's just absolutely 
amazing. I sit here, things will happen to me, or they will give me their land, or they'll give me their houses, or something. They blessed me because the blessing of God is upon my life. I'm telling you, just start walking with God. All you do is ask God to forgive you of all your sins, and He through His Son Jesus Christ will just envelop you, and all those things will be erased. I don't care what you've done. There's no sin that man can commit that God cannot forgive. The only thing that God will not forgive is the sin of um, blaspheming the Holy Spirit, cursing the Holy Spirit. A lot of people like using profanity, well, they need to stop doing that because what they do is they curse on their own lives by themselves, by their own mouth. They curse themselves. Not going out so it sounds good to others, it's the curse that comes right back to you. It's like your thumb pointing the finger right back to you and, and the other four or the three, we have four fingers pointing at you, the curse that you put on your own life. So stop using profanity. It's not good for you. Stop sending four blessings to people and blessings will follow you. Amen. Let's go back to Genesis chapter six as we continue dealing with Noah being a perfect man and you too. Please follow me and take my word for this. Mark my word. Just trust God, you know, just God's word. God, ask God. In verse 9, it says, These are the generations of Noah. Noah was a just man and perfect in his generation. And Noah walked with God. And Noah became, and he begot three sons, Shem, Ham, and Jephthah. Amen. The earth also was corrupt before God, and the earth was filled with violence. And God looked upon the earth, and behold, it was corrupt, like it is today. Very violent, very corrupt. Wars, rumors of wars. Everybody wants to take somebody out. Amen? People are making money, and, and, and people are stealing money, and people are becoming very wealthy and letting the poor go, and, and the people are hungry, all kind of stuff. It's bad stuff going on, man. But these things have to come to pass. The earth was very violent, and God looked upon the earth, and, and behold, it was corrupt, and all flesh was corrupt uh, in his ways unto the earth. I mean, they had men... Uh, being lovers of men, uh, women being lovers of women. All that would happen back then. Ain't nothing new under the sun. This stuff that's happening now, it's, it's nothing new. All right? It is the same stuff. You know, it's like, you know, the sin can't create anything good <laughs> and evil. can't create anything else except the same stuff. Right? Verse, verse, verse 13 says, And God said unto Noah, The end of all flesh has come before me. Um, for the earth is full uh, with violence um, through them, and behold, I will destroy them with the earth. Amen? God is going to destroy the earth, wipe everything clean. Amen? And he did. Verse 14 says, Make thee an ark of Jophar wood, room shall thou make in the ark, and shall pit it within and without with pit. And this is the fashion which thou shall make it of the length of the ark. Shall there be 300 cubits, the breadth of it 50 cubits, the height of it 30 cubits. And a window shall thou make to the ark 
and in the cubic shalt thou finish it above, and the door of the ark shalt thou set it in the side thereof with lower, second, and third stories um, thou shalt make it. And behold, I, even I, do bring a flood of waters upon the earth to destroy all flesh, wherein is the breath of life from under the heavens, and everything that is in the earth shall die. But the, and this is now a literal death, all men shall die. Now, the first time when God was talking to Adam and Eve said that they'll surely, surely die, that was not a literal death physically, but it was a spiritual death, separation of, from uh, God and man, which is sin. And sin began with the disobedience. So disobedience is a thing that is really, really serious. It's serious in the eyes of God. So they got kicked out of heaven, uh, Eden, you know, and can never go back in the Eden. And guess what? Eden is here on this earth. And if you see, as I was reading, where the four rivers meet, is right over there in Africa, right? And and the four rivers meet still to this day. But you can't go into Eden. God has uh, blocked it off with the cherubims, the angels of God, the slain and sword. But the physical death, uh, they did not uh, die until 900 years later, right? The physical death was not what happened. Spiritual death, the separation uh, from man and God and God and man, the inability to talk to God, the inability to commune with God. You see, man's kind today don't know how to talk to God because they feel themselves that they don't need God or there's not a God. It's a superstitious, um, you know, whatever. You know, the atheist, oh, no, I don't want to, you know, uh, depend on some um, something that I can't see. Or, you know, they have all these various reasons they don't want to be church. They don't want to be church churches, all kind of different things. I didn't like how she spoke to me or he said, I didn't like how they dress or they don't smell well. There's so many reasons why people don't commune with God. Amen. But here we have the, the physical death that God is talking about. He's going to destroy all mankind off the face of the earth, including all the animals, all the fowls, and all the um, birds and everything, even the fish in the sea. And I'm getting to the answer about Noah taking fish into the ark. All right, so it says here that um, verse 18 in Genesis chapter 6, that with thee will I establish my covenant. Okay, so he's talking to Noah that he's going to make a promise. Right, and the promise that God gave to Noah is also given to us to this day in 2023. Right, and thou shalt come into the ark, thou and thy sons and thy wives and thy sons' wives with thee, and of every living thing of all flesh, that two of every sort shall I bring into the ark to keep them alive with thee. They shall be male and female of fowls of the, their kinds and of cattle of their kinds and every creeping thing of 
they urge after his kind, two of every sort shall come unto thee to keep them alive, and take thou unto thee all the food that is eaten, and thou shalt gather it to thee, and shall be the food for thee and for them. Thus did Noah, according to all that God commanded him, so did he. So here comes the fish. <laughs> God said that each of these creatures would be coming to Noah. You know, so, you know, the water, you know, the fish must have swam up into the, to the, uh, to the boat, the ark. Uh, it's made of uh, jasper wood, um, and it was also pitted inside and out. So I'm sure maybe the wood was, you know, filled it with water after it was pitted. You know, cause it was able to sustain the water and the flood, right? Um, the, the scientists and um, um, these uh, people that must visit up the earth, uh, archaeologists, they literally found the ark on a mountain, which gets Amen? So the ark literally was an actual um, thing that happened, right? And it was found on top of a mountain. So, the you know, for it to be found on top of a mountain in this dispensation of time, you know, the earth, the, the water had rose up to the highest mountain, you know, look up at any mountain. Mount Kilimanjaro, the Blue Mountains of in in Virginia, the Blue Mountains in you know any mountain peak, you, you know, and things to find an ark there, you know, the discovery is just mind blowing. But all these things that were written in the Bible, you know, people say supernatural or superstitious and all that, but how come you have reality? You know, like the first man found and the first woman found. Adam and Eve, right? Um, it's just amazing. So these things are true to life. The word of God has proven itself um, to itself and to us today. Amen. Verse number uh, one in chapter seven. Let's continue reading the word of God. So um, that is the answer that um, you were asking me. Um, I know that thing. Thank you. 
fish bowl was made of wood. And the Lord said, you know, come down and all into the ark. For these have I invited for me in this generation. Of every clean beast thou shalt take to thee by seven, the male and the female, and the beasts that are not clean by two, male and female, and the fowls also of the air by seven, and the male and the female, and keep seed alive um, upon the face of the, the earth, or the face of all the earth, for yet seven days, and I will cause it to rain upon the earth forty days and forty months. And every living substance that I have made will I destroy from off the face of the earth. And Noah did according unto all that the Lord commanded him. And Noah was six hundred years old when the flood of waters was upon the earth. And Noah went in, and his son and his wives and his son's wives with him into the ark because of the waters of the flood, of clean beasts and of beasts that are not clean, and of fowls and of everything that creep upon the earth. There went in two and two unto Noah into the ark, and the male and the female, and God had commanded Noah and it came to pass after seven days that the waters of the flood were upon the earth. And in the 600th year of Noah's life, in the second month, in the 17th day of the month, the same day were all the fountains of the great deep broken up. So we're talking about the waters now. And the windows of heaven were open, and the rain was upon the earth. Forty days and forty nights. In the self same day, Noah entered entered Noah and Shem and Ham and Japheth and the sons of Noah, Noah's wives and the three wives of his sons with them into the ark. They and every beast after his kind and all cattle after their kind and every creeping thing that creeps upon the earth after his kind, and every fowl after his kind, every bird of every sort. Amen. And they went in unto the ark, into the ark, two and two of all flesh, wherein he is the breath of life. And they that went in, went in, male and female of all flesh. And God, as God had commanded, amen, him and the Lord shut him in, and the flood was 40 days upon the earth, and the waters increased and bared up the ark, and it was lifted up above the earth, and the waters prevailed and were increased greatly upon the earth, and the ark went upon the face of the waters, and the waters prevailed exceedingly upon the earth, and all the high hills that were uh, under the whole heavens were covered Fifteen cubits upward did the waters prevail, and the mountains were covered, and all flesh died that moved upon the earth, both of fowl and of cattle and of beasts and of every creeping thing that creep upon the earth and every man, all in 
whose nostrils was the breath of life, and all that was in the dry land died, and every living substance was destroyed, which was upon the face of the ground, both man and cattle, and seeping things and fowls of the heavens, and they were destroyed from the earth, and Noah only remained alive, and they that were with him in the ark, and the water prevailed upon the earth a hundred and fifty days. Amen. Wow. Awesome. We have um, we seven minutes to, to end today's broadcast, and uh, we're streaming live on the radio, and we thank God for each and every one of you, every country. Oh, my gosh, you have over 110 countries that listen to our broadcast. I'm so humbled. Thank you all, and as we start this new
people will be sponsoring many people that come to America from all around the world to be and to join me there in Florida. September 29th and 30th, um, and if we, you know, get enough people who will continue seven days of praising God and worshiping Him, God bless you all for tuning into the broadcast. Please pray that
60 books of the Bible, I'll go into discussion and open up the the, uh, the the floor so the panels can ask and debate and, you know, you know, think on these things. In Jesus' name we pray. God bless you all. And good night. I'll see you tomorrow, same time, same place, 11 p.m. Eastern Standard Time until the next day in the midnight praise. And we love you. I love you. And I thank you for loving upon me and joining with me as we read the word of God. Amen. Good night. Good night. And God bless. Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. BDW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.